What do you want to hear? Okay. Good on the sun. Nikhil has been out for um, the last three practices, right? Uh, how has he... Has he Coming along, yeah. Coming along. Has he been able to um, catch up a little bit to the ground and reach the level at which you guys are practicing? Yeah, he's able you know, practice, get back into practice routine. Um, you know, we have other guys taking reps for game plan stuff, so most of the scouting. When you're trying to bring a guy like that up to speed, how do you, I mean, he's been studying the playbook, I'm sure, a lot, but how do you kind of make sure that that transition happens to actually using that knowledge on the field? Just take extra time to do it. Practice time is really allocated to getting the team ready for the Jets, but there's, there's other times we can work on it. With uh, the unique to juice, can this be more of a red redshirt year for him, or does he have a chance to practice? Uh, we'll see. Let's keep taking it day by day here. Let's see how it goes. On uh, Tomlinson, when, when you guys sign him, on Tuesday, I'm sure he tells you like I got something going on Wednesday that I got to get back for. Like, are you like, oh, that sounds about right? Like we've had Van Noy and White, and like seems like that's been the theme this year. It has been, yeah. We've had a lot of team members, players, and other staff. Yeah. Yeah. Lesson of that. And uh, how is he? How's he just? I mean, I know it's been a couple days, but has he shown like he? Can yeah, he's getting there. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously a lot of ground to make up, but he's working hard at it. Uh, Nick Haley has spent a lot of time with him, so uh, we'll see. Is there ever a feeling because of the you know, the time off that guys get anxious that they want to get back on the field? Even the coaching staff was to get anxious for a game. Uh, yeah, you get into a routine, you know, ready to play every seven days. So, um, but you know, we play when they schedule them, so that's all we can do. Obviously, the game plan changes every week, regardless. But how much do your options change when Rex Burkhead <clears throat> can't play? Okay. Well, look, you'd like to have everybody for every game. Doesn't always happen. If it doesn't happen, then you adjust and you know, work with the people that. You can work with so we'll see how it goes with the Rex and some of the other guys and you know part of having a long week gives you a little bit extra time so we'll see how it comes together here um, you know today and tomorrow with some of these guys in your experience bill how important is it for a running back to have kind of a rhythm in anticipating what he's going to see when he gets handed the ball For a guy to maybe have a few productive runs to see or to get into a rhythm where you go to a couple of plays in a row, whether it's basketball or anything. Everybody likes to have productive plays. But, uh, I don't know. You'd have to talk to individual players about that. Okay. I know you've played on fields before where they've had a game the day before on that field. How is MetLife Stadium if they're going to have a game on Sunday? I don't know how that feel in general? I don't think it'll make much difference. I mean, 
I was in Giants Stadium for 12 years. It was pretty much like that multiple times in every year. So, you know, it's at least three or four times in every year that teams had games or there were college games or something. So, so yeah, nothing we can do about that. We'll be ready when our game comes and that's all we can control. Is there a balance between coaching patience and aggressiveness for a running back? You know, when a guy gets the ball, you have to wait for things to unfold, but also times it's going to be stacked up and he's going to run it up in there. I think you always want to try to have as many good plays as you can. That goes for everybody. So, so you have the same discussion on every position. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, Marshall Newhouse um, came in and, and contributed pretty quickly on the line. How has he kind of progressed in his knowledge and and how impressive is it for an offensive lineman to come in and do as much as he did as quickly as he did? Yeah, well, um, it's probably fortunate for Marshall that he had a uh, some kind of decent background in um, our terminology and someone in our system from Buffalo. So, but uh, but yeah, he certainly was a lot uh, a lot thrown at him there in a hurry. He handled it well, and I think each week's gotten a little bit better. It's not quite the same as going through everything from the very beginning, but it's the best we can do. You know, he's done well with it. He and Dante, uh, Carm, spent a lot of time trying to get caught up on things, and I think he's done a pretty good job of that. We talked a little bit about, or we talked a lot about, the circle of trust with Brady and receivers, but is there, is there, it sounds like there's something to that also on the offensive line, maybe whether it's... Yeah, no question. Yeah, you got five guys blocking five guys, and... You need to, sometimes you have five blocking six, you know, in pass protection, but you know, five blocking five is, that's the running game on every play. So you know, making sure that those five see the way the other five unfold and how to handle those, their responsibility and then the tight ends in the backs and however that, the rest of the blocking goes, handles, you know, what's left. But pass protection a lot of times it's five or six and making sure you get the, Get the five that rush, or the five most dangerous if they bring all six. And passing out games and you know, different looks and so forth. And that's that's really what the offensive line does. I mean, that's a huge part of their job. Can't be underestimated or understated. Seems like Chase Winovich has kept kind of a low profile with with us at least. Um, but has he been a pretty big personality behind the? the scenes with you guys? No, Chase works hard. Um, he really studies, really studies the game. We've asked him to do some things differently than what he's done in college, but he's embraced that. He's tried really hard to do whatever we've asked him to do. Uh, gives a tremendous effort on and off the field to do things right, to help the team in any way he can. So no issues at all with that. I just meant he's kind of like a goofy guy works hard at football, he tries to do his job. I think we all respect that. Along with uh, Chase and Jamie and Kyle and all the linebackers that you guys have that can rush the passer, what kind of advantage does it have to have so many guys up in the two-point stance line around the line of scrimmage that can rush or drop in coverage or do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's good to have good players out there, guys that are productive. They're smart and can handle multiple responsibilities, so 
Whether you stand them up or don't stand them up. I don't know. Is there any sort of advantage that you see in that versus having guys with their hands in the ground that are more like defensive linemen than you would think? No, over? sure. Yeah, I mean, in the end, though, it's, it's pretty close to the same. Get off better than firm three point stance. Overall vision and ability to adjust stance or alignment. Certainly better from a two point stance, but I mean in the end I don't think it's I think it's that big of a deal. And a lot of good players play both. And some of our guys do both. Sometimes some guys are down, sometimes they're up. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Is that something that you guys ask before we play you're going to be down, or is it up to them whether they want to start in the two or three? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it depends. It varies. Could be both. What have you seen from Gunnar Olszewski? Um, it's kind of first two catches in, in the NFL last week. Yeah, Gunnar works really hard. It gives a lot of effort to do, again, whatever we ask them to do, whether that's Return kicks, cover kicks, block, catch. Um, you know, he's, he works really hard. Just gives his best all the time. So can't ask for any more than that. He keeps getting better. So we'll see where it goes. But yeah, it's good. Good hard worker. When you think of Monday Night Football, whether it was from before you became a coach or coaching, is there a memory that stands out to you about Monday Night Football? It's its place in the game, what it's meant or anything like that. Yeah, I'm sure it's exciting for the fans. Certainly a highlight game. Been a lot of great Monday night games. Been a part of some of them. But, you know, the most important thing for us is just the game that's on our schedule and going out and performing well. The one opportunity a week we get to do that, so... It's Monday night, it's Monday night. If it's Sunday, it's Sunday. If it's Saturday, it's Saturday. If it's Thursday, it's Thursday. Just, you know, eventually we'll play on all those days, but you know, our focus is just on the week and going out there and performing well when we get the opportunity. Yeah, schedules and all that, it's nothing we can really do about that. It's not like college. We play them when they schedule it's like, do you ever feel like today's Friday? Because uh, yeah, I'm, totally. I'm having a tough time. Yeah. Can I get some this whole week's been like that, yeah. I feel the same way. Rallying off the day isn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, get ready next week, it'll be screwed up too, so. <laughs> Final question? <clears throat> I know you don't like to look too far ahead, but um, Halloween's coming. It's always been a special time for you. Before. <laughs> Yeah, right now I look forward to the Jets, Tom. Big decoration day. You can get the Halloween decoration, though. Yeah. 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 A lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right. Thanks. Thanks.